Welcome to Mezzanine Magic with Mads and Mags. I'm Madeline. And I'm Maggie. And thanks for tuning in. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast of all your dreams. Today, yes. we're going to be talking about two very, very different subjects, <laughs> but very important. We think these subjects are very important. Madeline, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the various Broadway dreams we have had about ourselves, and also the Broadway fever dream that is Ratatouille the Musical that has been created on TikTok. Going absolutely viral. I think it's hilarious. I love it. So funny. I mean, I love how funny it, and just how big it's gotten. Yes, there's like there's literally so many a good whole things. account dedicated to the musical, and they're like, DM us with your ideas. I don't actually yes. know what will happen, but. Right, probably I think it's nothing. Fun. But did you see that the guy who voiced Remy in the movie tweeted about it? No, what did he say? He was just like, he tagged the director of it and was like, have you seen this? And it's like a bunch of clips from TikTok. I love it. Specifically that one it. of the girl singing the song from the dad's perspective. Oh, I can't remember yeah. what she called it, but uh, oh, but it's really good. I actually really like it. And she's wearing yes. the little rat ears. I love that. It's so fun. It's a little bit crazy. It is a little bit so, crazy. I guess the whole thing got started with one girl came up with a song, which <laughs> arguably I think everyone will agree. It doesn't even really, it's not really good. It wasn't meant no. to be a musical. It was just a song. It was a spoofish kind of thing. Yeah, because it's kind of become like a cultural thing where a lot of people our age and younger, like they make a really big deal out of the fact that the rat is not named Ratatouille. His name is Remy. Yeah. And so people were just kind of obsessed with him. And then someone made a song that goes, Remy the Ratatouille, the rat of all my dreams, which is, yes. you know, for a musical, that song lyrics makes no sense. But then someone like added music and a bunch of ensemble tracks. Somebody made now, a playbill and it's like the rat made out of ratatouille. It's like the honestly food. really pretty though. It's like what's really the good. I really like it. Um <laughs> also, okay, I saw this one TikTok where this girl she made that song make sense because she was like Remy is not the rat like she's like that doesn't make any sense. Um she has it so that Remy is talking about the ratatouille and then the ensemble is talking about Remy. Oh, so the ensemble's okay. like Remy and then Remy's like the ratatouille and then they're like the rat of all our dreams. Okay, I like that. I dig that. Right, which that it makes could more work. Sense. It could work. I was like, "Hmm, that's ingenious because like the line itself does not work." Everybody's so hyped on TikTok about this musical, but, like, that line doesn't work. <laughs> right? It makes no sense. And by hyped, I don't know, did we clarify? People are writing their own songs and contributing them to the musical, as yeah. well as, like, auditioning and sending in tapes of them dancing to that yeah. song. like, they choreograph the songs. Some um, people have done set design mock-ups for it. People will, like, repost somebody singing a song they've written with their, like, set design for the whole thing. It's, so, like, the song that Remy's dad is singing. They have it start out so they're in, like, the little rat restaurant thing. 
or like rat, whatever, nest, I don't know. And then as it moves on, like this pile of garbage just like sit, like moves to set down in front of the rest of it. And it's just really funny. It's so funny to me. Yes. And have you seen Andrew Barth Feldman? Didn't he even like performed a song? I don't know if he wrote the song, but he performed a song. <gasps> no, I didn't from... see that. Oh, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, he should be Linguini, the guy. <laughs> the yes, cook. he even looks like him. It's perfect. Right. It'd be perfect. I've seen things where it's like petitioning for like Pete Davidson to play Remy. Oh gosh. And I was like, what the heck? No, I saw a dream casting that was Ben Platt and you know, I was like, that would be hilarious. I would love, love that. So much. I saw oh, one with Chef you... Gusteau. What's his name? I should know his name. He's really famous. Did you ever see Hitch? Yes, Kevin Hart. Oh, no, not Kevin Hart. Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin wow, James. What's wrong yes, with me? I was no, in the right place. I promise. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> yes, Kevin James. <laughs> they had him as Chef Gusteau, and I was like, I can. I'm down with that. I see it. I like it. Like people are legitimately making something out of it, and I find that highly right? entertaining. Like, there's so many things. I'm like, you know what? I would listen to this. Like, I would have it on my phone. Usually stuff like this, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is annoying. But I actually really like it. Oh. And the funny thing is, I am not a Ratatouille fan. I did not Me like that either. movie. Like, the whole, like, rats in Paris vibe is, like, disgusting. I don't, yuck, you know? Yes, exactly. So I was kind of like, but now the music's growing on me, and I'm a little more interested, which is so dumb. Why do I... I don't know, what? but there's something so... It's so funny because I think part of what makes it great is that people are all going kind of with the same vibe in that, like... Like, if you mm -hmm. listen to all the songs, there is a theme, but they're different enough because they're all written by different people. That it keeps it so interesting. Yeah. And I really like it. <laughs> and have you heard the... I think my favorite number is the little tango they have between the Linguini and... What's her name? Colette? Cazette? I think. Or Colette? I think it's Colette. I, Colette, right? I think that's what it I is. I think it's Colette. Like I said, not a fan of the movie. <laughs> We're not huge fans. I think it's Colette. I said Cosette, but heard... that's lame is. The tango? Is I think I heard it once. Me, like the Ternardiers? Huh? Oh, like in the Ternardiers in the... And then they sing. He's like, a little Colette. And she's like, Cosette. Oh. In the Ternardier Waltz of Treachery, they, yes. they have that. <laughs> I thought you were saying right that I had theater. corrected you. And I was like, what? But no, you're right. You're right. We're good. We're good. That's funny. Yes, I think it's Colette. I haven't, I think I saw the tango once, but you know what pops up on my feed all the time is the one what? that she wrote for like the finale. This girl wrote, and it starts out with Colette singing, and then 
It's just so funny. And she has, like, oh, how do you say? And they have, what? like, in the caption. You, wanna, oh. you have it? I'll have to find it. She writes it, and she's like, Colette's verse of the finale. And then, like, um, there's, like, a key change. And, like, half of it's in French. It's really cute. And then um, the key change, and then, like, everybody's, like, clapping. And she's like, yes, get it, like, blah, blah, blah. Break the fourth wall a tiny bit. And then everyone starts singing, ready, the ready to me. So funny. So funny. I also love... That's so good. The TikTok you sent me this morning where it's this guy and he's like, okay, like we're gonna get to a point where we're gonna have to be like, you know, this Remy the Ratatouille song just isn't that good. Like, it's just not that great. (laughs) And we're gonna have to cut it. And he's like, and we just all need to emotionally prepare for that because I know it started it. But it can't finish it. Like everything else is so good, and it kills me. It makes and me then I so saw a TikTok hard. today too. That was, I love it. I saw a TikTok earlier though that was saying it was like us going to watch Ratatouille on Broadway, and this it's like these kids, and they're like, oh my gosh, it was just like on TikTok. I was like, oh my gosh, you saw that step? I totally made that up. They must have seen my TikTok and incorporated it. Yeah. Here comes the finale, and then they're like. Why did they change it? That was not <laughs> the way it was on TikTok. Just losing oh your mind. Gosh. You know what's so funny is that if this ever did make it to Broadway, I would go see it. Right? I would. I don't know the what. I feel like it's a little bit like Frozen, where I'm like, I know I would like it because it's Disney and it's like a spectacle. But is it really art? Is it really? I know! Like, it's a fun thing. Oh, yes. Also, you know what would be so funny? Because if Disney, obviously it would be Disney that would make it a musical. But, like, realistically, they couldn't use all of the stuff from TikTok because it's somebody else's creative domain. Oh, true. So would it have to be completely different? Or would they, like, would they have to get permission? Or would it be considered... Like, since they posted it on TikTok, like, it doesn't matter. You can just use it. I don't know. I mean, I bet TikTok, even if, like, they got permission from the writers, TikTok would probably find a way to, like, get make them pay, you know? That's true. Disney TikTok can. could stop it, too. Oh, my gosh. All the obstacles. They should make a so, musical about the making of the... <laughs> you know, it perfectly would musical. capture... It's... I kind of like it better though than the remember the tiktok musical vine not vine, yeah TikTok, like so they tiktok about... and vine musical i do yeah. i feel like that was like the impetus of ratatouille the musical people were like oh that would be funny but then ratatouille the musical caught on way better than tiktok or vine the musical did yes totally i also saw i saw a tiktok and so it's like sort of well-known that there's, like, two sides of TikTok or whatever, because they have, like, super specific algorithms, and it's, like, a joke that if you're on straight TikTok, you have, like, the dances and, like, um, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio and, like, all those, all of that side, and it's basically just, like, little dance tutorials is, like, straight TikTok, and then all of the weird meme-ish stuff is gay TikTok. <laughs> And we are very much on gay TikTok. We are. <laughs> it's so funny. And somebody was like, 
So, do the people on Straight TikTok know that we're writing a Ratatouille the Musical? Or have they just, like, missed that? Do we send them, like, a carrier pigeon? What? And I was I was so funny to me that something that has taken over most of a social media, like, feed could be, like, someone else could be completely oblivious to it. And it just made me laugh. Right? It's so true. A guy, I saw a guy saying... He's like, just wait in like two weeks, BuzzFeed's going to have, they're going to write an article and it's going to say, Gen Z is writing a TikTok Ratatouille musical and it's actually good. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. It totally is. And it's going to be like, what character would you be from Ratatouille? Yeah. Ratatouille is going to become a thing again, which actually, I don't know if it was a thing the first time around. Right. But I, I mean... I know lots of people love it. I just was never like a like a super big fan of it. It just stressed me out because he was lying the whole time. Right, that's you get me. That's my problem with every movie. So I'm like, just stop yes. lying, and I can enjoy my movie. Honestly, it's like, can you just stop making stupid mistakes? I make my own mistakes. I don't need to live vicariously through someone else. Oh, true. I'm stressed enough about the things I'm behind on. Right. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, I feel like that's a pretty good segue into dreams, because often the dreams I have are stress dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It all works out. Okay. So, Broadway dreams. I really only oh. have one, but it's a really funny one. Should I start with that, or do you want to start with yours? Um, how about we sandwich them? I have two that I can remember Perfect. off the top of my head. And we'll put you in the middle because yours is very entertaining. <laughs> okay, you go. Okay, so let me see. My first one. Okay, there was, I don't remember if it was sometime in college. I had a dream and it was a very great dream because I love, love, love the Mean Girls musical. Madeline, you love it too. Yes. It's no secret. We love Mean Girls. It's so good. And so, like, it's to the point where I would follow everybody in the cast and just, like, I knew everything about that show pre-shutdown. <laughs> and so, like, I was, and it was really the show that, like, taught me what, like, under, understudies and standbys and swings, like, really do and the differences between them. Like, the other week in my stage management class, we were talking about it and I was like, I knew all of this from Mean Girls. How how weird is that? Like, that's so cool. But I had a dream that I was, let's see, I believe I was the Regina standby. So I went on for Regina and it was great. And I was like in what's it, what is it? Like the bunny costume. I was in the bunny costume and it was super fun. And then halfway through I had to go on and be Katie, which I did. And it was great. (laughs) Um, Either way, I got to kiss Kyle Seelig in my dream. So That's always a win. Right? It was so, it was just like, I remember I woke up and I was like adrenaline rush. Like I was ready to go. I felt so good. I was like, I am such a good performer. I can do Mean Girls on Broadway. I don't think I can, but it felt really good. Let me tell you. Yes. (laughs) Like that dream where you're just like owning it. Yes. I love that. That was my favorite Broadway dream. But Madeline, what was your Broadway dream? I love this dream. (laughs) Okay. So I don't remember a ton of my dreams, but for some reason this one really impacted me. So I remembered (laughs) it. 
it's it's worth it. Okay. It's a good one. So, I had this dream that I was in Groundhog Day the musical, which I've never seen. I've never seen the movie. The only thing I know about it is Andy Carl. I mean, I get the general like concept of he keeps waking up. It's the same day. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I had a dream that I was in it, and it was in the entire original Broadway cast, except I was the female lead. And... And Madeline, did you even know anyone in the original? Like, besides Andy Carl, did we know anything about that show? No, (laughs) I know nothing about it. Absolutely zero. Like, the idea of me having a dream of, like, I don't even know anything about it. I was just making up crap in my dream as I went. (laughs) And then I woke up, I was like, I don't think that's actually part of the movie. But, um, so, I guess it was the entire original Broadway cast, um, except for... (laughs) Me, and then it was set here. Like, it was the Broadway show, but it was, like, in our high school auditorium. And, like, our high school director was directing it. And so good. <laughs> so funny. And there was this guy in the ensemble who has always kind of creeped me out a little bit. Um, <laughs> He was in a couple of productions we saw at one of the universities by our house. And I'm sure he's a nice human, but he just sketched me out every time we saw a show with him um, in it. And so he was in the ensemble, but he was, like, stalking me, and I was a diva. Like, I was so (laughs) dramatic. I was like, I can't even, like, I can't work like this. I'm pretty sure those were the exact words that I said in my dream. Uh, And I was like, either he goes or I do. And, like... Andy Carl was like, are you okay? Like, what do you need? Like, we're here for you. And, like, there's this moment, which I'm sure is inspired. (laughs) There's this moment where, for some reason, we were underneath the stage, which is not a thing, but we did it once. Like, we were underneath the stage checking outlets one time in our theater class in real life. And so, like, that's what was happening in my dream, in my dream, is we were underneath the stage, and we were, like, army crawling, and the creepy (laughs) guy is following me! Ah! And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And I burst out, and I have a Sharpay moment, and I'm like, ugh, I can't! And it's so funny, and, like, (laughs) Glynis, our director, was talking to me, and she was like, you know, like, sometimes in a professional environment, like, blah, blah, blah. So in depth. I end up getting this kid fired. <laughs> like a savage. Yeah. And then he comes back as like an usher. I'm like, he can work as an usher. I don't want him to not have a job. <laughs> Very considerate. Thank Radiva. you. Thank you. <laughs> and then we continue doing the production of Groundhog Day with Andy Carl being my male opposite in our high school auditorium as it should be you know right i don't think my dream made it past like tech presentation like previews but the rehearsal process (laughs) that it was just so random like why of all the musicals and all the leading men to cast opposite myself in my dream i don't know why it was him and i don't know why it was that musical but the oh the moment when we're like crawling underneath the stage, it was low key like that scene in Mamma Mia, uh, where like take a chance on me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, like that's what I it was. It. Except I was 
running away and the guy was chasing me. You were Bill? <laughs> yes, I was Bill. Uh, but yeah, that's my Broadway dream. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. I've had other dreams where it's been like, ooh, you have to go on for this role. And I've like had a panic attack and been like, oh my gosh, but I don't know my lines. But then I go on and I do it anyway. And it's so funny. Oh, all the things. I love that. Okay, your turn. What's your dream? Okay, so this came from, like, two nights ago. I had this dream, and it was... You know how you make up things in your head, and, like, there are song lyrics, and, like, it's super catchy, and just yeah. good writing, and you wake up and you're like, that was probably nonsense, but my brain just was really feeling it. Yeah. And so, the other night, I had this dream, which lately, I've been going back to my Legally Blonde stage... We got Legally Blonde shirts, um, and I have been, like, watching it again, and I just love it. It's because it's and phenomenal. Then I had, right? It's so good. But then I had this dream the other night, and it was my dream. Like, I had nothing to do with it. I was just watching. I wasn't even, like, it was like a movie, you know? There was just, yeah. like, a movie. And it was just a promo video. It was a video <laughs> promoting Legally Blonde, right? And it was basically, like... The only person from the cast that was in it was Christian Borle, which I don't think my brain connected the fact that he was in Legally Blonde. I think it just shows him. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, something made by, like, official Broadway world or, like, backstage, you know, yeah, like... Yeah, like one of those... Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, like, like the Too not... Girl for School kind of thing that Erica Henning sang. Yes. Okay. Kind of, but it was a musical number. Oh, okay, okay. Christian Borle and a bunch of, like, the... Like, a bunch of people from, like, Broadway World or something. You know, like, the people that yeah. work for them that, like, make videos advertising different things. Mm -hmm. But they're just, like, writers. Yes. Oh, like, the Playbill people that go live every Friday? Yeah, or, like, Seth Rudetsky? Rudetsky, yeah. Rudetsky. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, I them. And they were walking around New York, and it was St. Patrick's Day, so there was a lot of green everywhere. Christian Worrell was in, like, a green bowler hat, like, a <laughs> And they were walking around <laughs> singing a song called, like, Legally Blonde is Actually Good. <laughs> that was the song. <laughs> and they were walking around singing that around New York. Like, they'd all just come to the realization that Legally Blonde is actually a good musical. And they had a whole musical number written about it. Oh and they gosh. were doing it around, like, not just theaters in New York, like, really fancy buildings and like coming out of doors singing about it and i, I wish that. i could remember the lyrics but it was saint patrick's day christian borrell was the main man in that it was very interesting i guess my brain just wanted you guys to know legally blonde is actually it's a good, good musical <laughs> well i feel like there's so much like it's not a jukebox musical but it's based off of a movie and people are like ironically People don't take Legally Blonde seriously because it's just like a chick flick, a girly movie, which if you watch the movie is really ironic because that's like the whole point is that there's not limitations on what you can do based on like what you like or like if you're a boy or a girl, like it's all just about if you work hard. But so it's really funny that people place all these assumptions on the show and then whether or not they watch it. Like, it's just funny to me that people still let that dictate what they like and do like. Whoa. I said the same thing twice. <laughs> hey, but you got deep in there. I loved it. That was great. <laughs> oh, okay. 
my favorite thing to do apparently is reinvent already existing games <laughs> because I apparently do that a lot. Okay, so instead of like the letters M A S H standing for like whatever building or like mansion, apartment, blah blah blah, it stands for either main character, assistant director, swing, or house manager. And then the categories will kind of, like, make up the show. So the first category is we have, like, the lead song. So, like, if you were the main character or a swing, potentially that would be your song. Um, or one that you had to listen to all the time. <laughs> so we have the lead song. We have co-star of the show. And then we have location, which could be, like, specific Broadway theaters or, like, specific, like, locations off-Broadway. However we end up doing it. And then the last category is dressing roommates, because if you follow Broadway stars on Instagram, half of their Instagram is, like, dressing room shenanigans, and so it's fun. I think it's an important part. Yes, I agree. So, Madeline, do you want to go first? Should we pick for you first? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Okay. So for lead song. Lead song. We gotta throw in some good and some bad. That's true. Okay, so a good one would be In My Dreams from Anastasia. In My Dreams. I love that. Um, what's, what's a one bad might... one? Or not, might not be as good. <laughs> um, we could do... That man saying something is bad. I don't want to say that. Oh, I guess we could Just do bad for from... me. Just bad for me. The whole being dead thing. Ooh, that's good. From the Beetlejuice. I don't love that song. Also, that would be, like, I would not have fun singing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, okay. And then another good song. Let's do Pretty Funny from Dogfight. Oh, that's a good sad one. <laughs> Bright, I'll steal from you. Perfect. Okay, and then, and then another, like, iffy one. Hmm. What if I did Music of the Night, like the Phantom song? Ooh, I like that. Music of the Night. That's perfect. All right, on to co-stars. Co-stars. Okay, you know what my immediate thought was for an iffy one? Who? The uh, creepy ballet guy from West Side. <laughs> oh, I don't remember his name, but the one I don't remember his name, like sexual oh, what was assault it? allegations. He, yeah, it was like a big deal. He got kicked out of part of a season for the New York Ballet, or there was all sorts of stuff happening. He took pictures of girls without their consent and like distributed them. Yes. And, like, did okay, other bad things. Amar Ram Ramasar? Ramasar? We can just put, um, we can put creepy West Side guy. Okay. Creepy guy. I feel, <laughs> I feel like we'll know. Okay. But to make and then, up for it, what if you had Robin Herter? Oh, <gasps> yeah. That's a co-star. I love her so much. My sister got me a video from her. <gasps> no way. And she <gasps> talks for like three minutes. Oh my gosh. What does she say? That makes me so happy. She's just like chilling there and she's talking because my sister was like, we were going to be there. And so she was like, oh, 
when we do reopen, you have to come see it and you have to come tell me who you are so I can give you a hug. And I was like, And she also just talked about, like, she just, like, rambled for a little bit and she was like, yeah, like, I'm sad to not be doing it, but, like, my body's kind of happy that I'm not doing right now. And then she's like, I do kind of, like, crazy dances. She's like, which I'm assuming you know because you probably like the show. And it was just really funny. And she rambled for a while and I was like, I love it so much. I love it. That makes me so happy. Right. Okay, so Robin Herter, creepy West Side guy. Um, what about Ashley Park? Would that be fun? Oh, that's good. Ashley Park, and then what about Santino oh, wait, Fontana? I... Oh, I love. Should we save Ashley Park for dressing room? Oh yeah, let's save Ashley Park for dressing room. Okay, perfect. Santino Fontana, I like that. Because, like, just from his brand of show, it might not be, like, the best show to be in, but it'd be fun. Yes. All right, and one more co-star. One more co-star. What if I did Patti Lapone? Because that's, Mm. like, a double-edged sword. Like, that'd be so cool, but it would also be so intimidating. Very scary. But she has good intentions. Just scares me. She's so intense. I love it, but also I'm like, oh my gosh, I would die of the yeah. stress. Yeah, you do not want to share a dressing room with her. She, I don't know why she would even share a dressing room with anyone. <laughs> That's true. Okay, and then location. Um, I was going to say the Winter Garden Theater just because it's controversial, but also a guy died there this week. Ooh, now we have to say that one. Our high school. Let's put down our old high school. <laughs> our high school. Okay, so our high school, Winter Garden. Um. Oh, shoot. What, Circle in the Square Theater? Or should we go, like, let's go, like, way out. Um. Hmm. Would you want the Brooks, at- Brooks Atkinson Theater? Yes, do that one. Winter Garden, Brooks Atkinson. Why is that hard to say? Uh, our high school, and Ooh, you cut out for a second. I muted myself. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, would you want something West End like the? What's it called? Is it? I was. I can't remember worse. any of the names of the theaters. Should we just say West End oh, in general? Yeah, we could do the Apollo Theater. That's the Apollo one. Theater. Um, there we go. That waitress was at because that's the only information I know. So. <laughs> Perfect. Apollo Theater. I love it. Okay. And then for your dressing room mate, we already have Ashley Park as one. Because she's a no-brainer. She's so good. Um, Renee Rapp. Ooh, fun. And then I'm trying to think of some that wouldn't be the best, but is also not insulting to the person. <laughs> right. I feel like Katrina Lenk would be great, but also very intimidating. Yeah, Katrina Link would be very intimidating. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Also, I feel like half the time I'd end up talking in an accent to her. Just because every time I see her, I know she doesn't really have an accent in real life. But the first thing I saw slash heard her in was the band's visit. And her accent just made me so happy that every time I see her, I'm like, nah, that's not a real voice. 
like I even hear her talking and singing and in my head I just hear the accent like yes. she's from America she's Why from do America I... <laughs> it's terrible but she did such a good job that like my brain's so just like nah that's a that's that accent's her real voice okay yeah. so Katrina Link, Ashley Park, Renee Rapp and how would you feel about sharing a dressing room with someone younger than you, like Sophia and Caruso? Ooh. Yeah, let's do that. She's also, she has a very intimidating personality. Yeah. Like, she's like, I've done theater for a long time, so I know what I'm doing. And you're like, ha, nice to meet you. Right. She's also, like, I'm trying to think of a good way to, she has, like, emo vibes. Yes. So that would be interesting. Okay, I like that. Should we come up with yours and then do mine, or should we do mine and then come up with yours and do yours? Let's do yours. Let's just finish yours out first while it's all fresh in our brain. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to? I could just draw a circle until you tell me to stop. Is that how you always say the growing up? Yes. What should we say the spiral is? How many people in the cast? Or how many many years you're on Broadway? (sighs) True. Could be how long the show runs. Yeah, how long the show runs. I like that. Okay. Yep, whenever you're ready, tell me when you go. Okay, I'm going. Okay, stop. Okay, we have one, two, three, four, five, six. Ten? I think I have ten. Or six or ten. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty big difference. Which do you prefer? Uh, do six. Okay, six. I'm going to start counting. Ready? I'm ready. One, two, three, four, five, six. The whole being dead thing is out. Oh, yay. Patty Lapone is not your co-star. Ooh. One, two, three, four, five, six. Renee Rapp is not your dressing roommate. Oh, darn. You're not a house manager. Woo! Santina Fontana is not your co-star, so you're now <laughs> down to the creepy guy in Robin Herder. Oh, my gosh! And you're down to Ashley Park and Sophia Ann for... Okay, okay. Um, roommate. Okay, Music of the Night is out. Ooh. One, two, three, four, five, six. Apollo Theater is out. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so the lead song is pretty funny. Ooh, okay. That's good, that's good. I like that. And your dressing roommate is Sophia Ann Caruso. Not bad, not bad. Not, not bad, right? Three, one, five, six. Winter Garden Theater is out. No dead people. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. You got so lucky. Robin Herder is your ghost. Oh my gosh! It was hey, always Kevin's. creepy guy. Oh my gosh. Okay, <sighs> and you're doing it at the Brooks Atkinson Theater. Oh my gosh. And you are the main actor. Oh my gosh, that's actually, that's really good. That turned out good. Okay, so so for six years, your show's going to be on Broadway. You're the main actor. You're going to be singing Pretty Funny every night with co-star Robin Herter and Sophia Ann Caruso, who you share a dressing room with in the Brooks Atkinson Theater. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I got really lucky. Holy cow. That, That was really good. I'm... I know I'm going to be a house manager, so I'm just waiting. <laughs> okay. For your lead song, what's a good one? Waving Through a Window. Ooh. 
Yes. Okay. And then what's a not so good song? Can I say My Shot from Hamilton? I don't like that one. <laughs> I think that's totally fair. It's like, I just wouldn't want to sing it every night. Oh, that'd be a pain. Also, it's not really in, like, a range. Yeah, true. Okay. Waving through a window, my shot. Hmm. How would you feel about Legally Blonde, the song? Like, the, the remix or the sad one? The sad one. Okay, sad one? Yes, 100%. I'll take that. <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, and then... And then for a bad one, can we do Firework from Moulin Rouge? <laughs> yes, we absolutely can. Okay, and then co-star, should we say Kyle Seelig? Yes, 100% yes. Jesse Mueller. Jesse Mueller. Oh my gosh. I love that. And then. Oh, I just had one. What's his name? He was in Beetlejuice. Now he's the. Oh, Robert McClure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love that. Okay, Rob McClure. And then let's do. Can we do Gray Henson? Absolutely, we can. From Mean I Girls. I love that man. He's great. Okay. And then location. I feel like we also have to put our high school. Yes, high school for sure. And then let's say, what if we say Richard Rogers? Ooh, yes, Richard Rogers. I love that. Ooh, can we do my favorite theater, which is the Walter Kerr Theater? Yes. Oh, I've actually never been in it, but they just have the prettiest marquee ever. So, I love that. Richard Rogers, Walter Kerr. And then we need a not good one. Or I guess we just need, like, it doesn't have to be not good. It just has to be. We could do, like, an alternative space in, like, a studio apartment. There you go. <laughs> An experimental space. Yes. Okay. And then dressing roommates. Okay. I'm sorry. My dad's texting me. I just have to text him back really fast. Yeah, no worries. You're good. Okay, and then dressing roommates. My vote is Jessica Vosk. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Thank you. I was very proud of that one. Jessica Vosk. Ooh. On a roundabout note, what about Beth Level? Ooh, yes. Do it. Hmm. What about 
Eva Noblezada. Ooh, you could have a stripper pole in your dressing room. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, and then one more. So we have Jessica Vosk, Beth Level, Eva Noblezada. What about Leah Salonga? I feel like she would be super intimidating to have to share with. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm sure she's the nicest person on earth. Like, that's what she looks like to me, but... But she's, she's literally scary. a Disney princess. Yeah. She was the singing voice of Mulan. And she also um, was. Did she originate the role or was it a, um, a reboot? Not a reboot. What's the revival of Miss Saigon? She was the original Miss Saigon. And then I think she was the original voice of Jasmine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Aladdin. So she's really cool. Really cool. Okay. So we have it all. Uh, I'm going to start drawing. You tell me when to stop. Okay. Okay, stop. Okay. Okay. So you have a five-year run. Okay. Let's see. Let's see where this gets us. Waving through the windows out. Aw. <laughs> Turn. Jesse Mueller's out. Walter Kerr is out. No. And Leah Salong is out. Dang. It's going downhill. My shot is out. Okay, actually, never mind. Take that back. That was good. <laughs> Gray Henson's out. Beth Level's out. Legally Blonde's out, so you're singing Firework. <laughs> okay. Or am I just <laughs> listening to it every night? Oh, Oh, gosh. that's true. That remains to be seen. <laughs> Richard Rogers is out. So am I at our high school? You're either at the high school or the, or the alternate space. <laughs> gosh. Oh, no. You're not the assistant director. Okay. You're in the alternate space. Great. You know, <laughs> it could be like outside. It just depends. That's true. You're not a house really manager. Pretty. So oh, you're either a okay. swing or the main character. I can live with either of those. Yes. I'm very nervous. You're a swing. Okay. That's okay. Go swings. You're a swing who sings firework in an alternate space. You're... Hold on. <laughs> Your co-star is Rob McClure. Great. We'll sing opposite of each oh, other. Oh, wait, That'll wait. Be good. I did... Nope, nope. I'm right. Sorry. Rob McClure. And then... Oh, and to those of you who don't know, Rob McClure is originating the role of Miss... Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. so yours ended up you are the swing singing firework in an alternate space. Your co-star is Rob McClure and your dressing roommate is Eva Noblezada. You know, I bet Eva and I can really get down together. <laughs> we can sing firework really loud. Yes. 
I love I'm it probably so her swing. You know, we probably share a dressing room because oh I come in gosh. when she's sick. There you go. Ooh. Being evil and even Opal's not a swing is nothing to scoff at. Right? Perfect. Okay. Well, that was the end of that game. I have too much fun playing these games. They're so fun. I love them. They're the best. Let us know if you guys play it or when the last time you played regular MASH was. Because it's just fun. Just do it. Exactly. Yeah. And yes. thanks for joining us today. Let us know if you have had any weird theater dreams or yes. if you're a part of the Ratatouille musical. We're here. We support you. Yes. DM us your submission so we can enjoy it because they're all so great. But thanks so for good. joining us today, guys. We will talk to you soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye. Okay.